Value Town is a production of ChamMV TV. Find out all show information and details at ChamMV.tv. Value Town is directly supported by listeners like yourself via patreon.com slash valuetown. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 100 and what is this? 58? <laughs> 158 of Value Town. I'm Jay Man V. And today I'm joined by Mr. Forehead himself, Gara, <laughs> right here, front and center. What's up, Gara? Re- representing the boss Reynard very well. That's today. right. Tempo and Storm Tempo Storm, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then RDU, of course, on the right here. How's it going, Radu? Good to be here. Awesome, awesome. You're so thrilled, man. You sound amazing. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a bit late here, but like... Yeah, that's true, that's true. It's we'll always... be fine, we'll be fine. Let's get into the discussion about the, the ladder and stuff, and uh, I'll get warmed up. <laughs> we'll get you frothing a little bit. But it's fixed, but it's fixed. No, um, yeah, so today, guys, we got a bunch to talk about. Of course, this is if you're tuning in to Valley Town for the first time, we all we do is talk about Hearthstone. So if you're not interested in Hearthstone, then you should probably not be watching right now. But we've got uh, some news about the um, uh, just the ladder. Just there's been some issues. So we're going to talk about just what was going on, how it's been resolved. There's some arena changes, big big arena things going on, and then some HCT news that just got posted uh, this set, well, maybe an hour ago or something like that. Um, then, of course, we've uh, got some decks to talk about. We'll talk a little bit about uh, Big Priest and maybe just Priest generally. And then we've got Mechatorx Workshop back. We've got five cards from um, various patrons and fans that uh, create their own custom cards that we'll take a look at. And then Q&A, of course, if you guys are interested in sending us a question, go ahead and email that to valuetown at chainmv.tv. Or you can just tweet it at valuetowngg, and we'll go ahead and read some today. All right, so our week in Hearthstone, just start off like we always do. Uh, what you guys been up to? You guys have been able to hop on that ladder after? I mean, this is probably going to bleed right into the new the, the whole ladder issue, but it's been a week since the, the new ladder started. How much have you guys laddered so far? Uh, I'm pretty sure the same as with RDO, like pretty much every day. But it started off very late, actually. The first day was completely down. I think nobody could ladder on the very first day of the season. Yeah. Uh, and it transitioned into the second day. And then uh, it was blocked right from the start. Um, yeah, we started at like on Asia on um, rank one five stars. Some people had the bug as well on Europe where they started there as well on rank one five stars. For me, it was only Asia. And then as soon as you hit Legend, which was pretty much after one game, um, <laughs> you couldn't continue playing. So basically, even though, so the first day we couldn't play, and on the second day after you played one game, you only lost ranks on Legend, so you couldn't play afterwards. So, yeah. and that bug was fixed like yesterday or two days ago. So basically, I think it was yesterday, right? The hot fix, I think, was yesterday. Um, yeah. So up yeah. till yesterday, Leather was super bad. Like, even on non Legend, because on non Legend, even on rank five, no stars, yeah. you faced Legend players. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's kind of crazy. Um, in terms of who, you know, who actually started at rank one five star, was that just random legend players from the previous season, or was that just anybody? 
Like I, I wasn't clear on on what was actually going on in terms of that. Were was it just legend? Some legend players were starting at that rank. I think it was only like the legend players. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't like literally anybody, because <laughs> that would have been just. I think it was probably mess. like also the legend players who tried to play while the servers were down, because mm -hmm. like I, I remember I tried to queue a game on Asia and it didn't it didn't let me, and I didn't do that on Europe, and then I was instead rank one five stars on Asia, but on Europe I was instead at rank five. So maybe they rewarded players that uh, tried to play a game with too many ranks. Yeah. There's so, probably some coding error, like maybe they need to like give them one one extra star, and he said they they gave them like rank one. <laughs> oh really? Okay, okay. Oh, that's, that's, I don't know. That's pretty nice. Um, for those of you wondering what we're talking about, uh, for the last you know week or so, uh, there was a lot of issues going on with the uh, the ladder after the reset because this is the first month where you know we only get to, we only get resetted four ranks. And um, clearly, there were some issues that weren't worked out on Blizzard's end. So on the very first day, we saw some people, or at least some Legend players, just starting at rank one with five stars. So literally, they'd win one game and they'd get into Legend. But that was like messing up the matchmaking, you know, like whatever matchmaking system that they have right now in, in the back end. Because it's different. It's different when you're at a Legend from when you're in Legend. And, you know, like I know a lot of people were posting at different things, Noblord and... Obviously, Tyler had his his uh, own spreadsheet of how much he went up and down, and there's all kinds of speculations. Of course, some include where you know there's there's this trigger that 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 co that goes off after um, you've played a certain number of games and and you've like gotten to legend, where it actually starts matching you up against a hidden MMR versus just like your rank. So there was a lot of those things that were just off, out of sync um, when it when it came to the very beginning of the ladder, and that's what we saw. We saw all these people playing. You know, just players that were, you know, they shouldn't have been playing, you know, and then it was reflected in like how much they went up and down, right? So, and for the most part, you went um, down much more than you went up. So that's why people were not playing for a day or two, or or maybe it still even happens. Gar, you were telling me you still maybe even see it right now. Is that the the deal? I mean, yeah, you're still gaining less than your your uh, no, no, you're gaining more, yeah, less than you're you're losing, right? Yeah, but I've also I've also seen that you still face legend players on non-legend, like even on rank four, rank five. Right. So that should never be the case. Yeah. Like you, you should never get paired with legend players, like because they, with the old new MMR change, you always face like people close to your MMR, and then even even for low legend players, it's usually other low legend players. So uh, they did some hot fixes, but apparently, as Adio mentioned, he m might elaborate on it. Uh, mm. You gain way less MMR now than in the previous season, like when you win or lose. So I, I played a lot since the change happened, and like I can tell you what I um, saw. Um, basically, the ratio of how much you win and you lose is like similar to how it used to be, let's say, last month. Okay, but it's just less. So you win, you win less ranks. You lose, you lose less ranks. Oh, so the totals are smaller. Okay. Yeah, the totals are smaller. I'm not sure why that is. Maybe it's because there's like too many players that got legend in like the first days of the season. It's mm -hmm. still like the first week. Like at this yeah. time last season, I wouldn't even be legend probably. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So like I'm not, now, now I'm legend on two servers. So mm -hmm. there's like probably just too many legends and it's inflated. But and. Keep yeah. being like this, I think it will encourage camping. Like, you just get number one and you stop playing and you might end up 25 even if you don't play for, like, one week plus. 
Yeah, and this ahead, is the first on. time we have this new ladder system, right? Yeah. With the low reset. And mm -hmm. like last month, as you said, we wouldn't even be legend by now. On uh, or like we had very few legend players, so it is kind of similar to like previous month. It's just that we overall have way more legend players, so it's nobody really knows for sure if this is like normal or not. It could be normal. Yeah, I mean, in theory, it, it should be the same. I mean, the one re I yeah. think one of the major reasons why it became really weird and messed up was um, because of whatever bug that they had. Right? I mean, they, they obviously had some issue that caused people to be rank five or, or to rank one and what five star and they just win one game and they're automatically in legend. And then there was that whole trigger thing. Like, I don't think they anticipated yeah. how many games it would take for, uh, you know, to there's, to there's one that. big thing. I, I wish like Noplot uh, no would be on the show because he, he had yeah, some he crazy make it, researches. Yeah. The, the problem is that nobody knows how the MMR system works. It could be that you need to play and win to accumulate MMR. Nobody knows how it works. Mm -hmm. It could be that, for example, in the previous season, that when you started on rank 15, that on the way to legend, you accumulate a ton of MMR. This is why you, after you hit legend, you gain more ranks or you get gain faster ranks. Like when you start at rank one, five stars, and you basically still have like an MMR reset, but uh, from what people have said, or from what I've seen, is there is no real MMR, complete MMR reset because higher uh, people with higher finishes mm -hmm. got seeded higher as well. Like I've seen yeah, like six yeah. getting seeded into top two hundred, top twenty, and people who were low legend got seeded into low legend. But there's definitely some MMR system, and with the bugs as well, like it, it, it must be completely messed up as well. But definitely, I'm pretty sure the people there's like so many people that let's say, are rank 100 legend and keep playing every single day. Like, you don't know how much MMR they accumulate over the time. Like, by just having, let's say, 60% win rate, 55% win rate. Maybe you just gain over time a lot of MMR. So it's... Because there's, there will probably never be an official statement by Blizzard by... Well, MMR is zero-sum. Actually, it's not zero-sum. Is it zero-sum? Is the MMR system for Blizzard or for Hearthstone zero-sum? It should be, right? Like... I think that you it's, have no idea how it works. Yeah, and like but, a, uh, yeah. So I mean, I guess it's possible that it's not. So if you are like, like putting in a lot of games, then yeah, you could be building up this crazy number. Um, it, again, people that might not understand what MMR is, match, it's like matchmaking, like uh, your matchmaking rating, and um, this is like separate. Like most games, or um, at least if you're looking at it from a very um, pure standpoint, we'll just, you know, on a ladder, a competitive system, you'll just figure out who has the closest MMR and just put them against each other, you know, and that's supposed to put two people that are equally ranked against each other or at least close, close as possible. But because a lot of games these days, you know, um, or at least a lot of developers use this type of uh, system or model that, you know, tries to help motivate you to play the game, right? That's kind of why we have this whole rank one through 25 system. You know, you have this matchmaking that has to take on, you know, kind of a different model. It can't be like this pure matchmaking system. So what happens in Hearthstone is that we match up people based on the the ranks you know, when you're in the rank through 125, because that makes sense, right? You want to play folks that are, that are, you know, in the same rank range. They don't have to have the same, you don't, they have to be equally skilled as you. They just have to be in the same rank range so you can, so people can all get to legend, right? Um, and then, but once you get to legend, it's supposed to flip over to a more pure 
you know, a matchmaking type of system with MMR. This kind of hidden MMR that everybody talks about. Uh, so that's why, you know, we're talking about these things. Just want to clarify it for everybody. And nobody knows it. Of course, Blizzard's the only one that knows. So there's, it, it's all speculation except for those guys knowing. But, um, you know, we're just going off of data that, that we do know, you know, and, and that's what we're going, we're trying to figure out. But the system that they've used in the past really should just work outside of those first initial things, you know, like if there is some kind of prerequisite for the number of games you have to play, you know, um, even if you get to Legend, like if you get to Legend in one game, I don't think that that trigger, that little flip over to using MMR as a matchup um, uh, parameter starts to take into account. I think you still have to play like, I don't know, 10 games, 20 games. I don't know what it is. And um, I think that's the thing that they probably need to figure out, you know, with uh, just having to reset to four what that number is going to be, you know? I yeah, I find it interesting what Noplot mentioned about this is that there was never an MMR reset. They only... Yeah, MMR reset is a totally different thing. Yeah, should there yeah. be an MMR reset? Or did they ever say they would do that? I don't even know if they said that they were going to do an, uh, no, an MMR. Yeah, so um, if there's not an MMR reset, what that means, guys, is that there could be a, a five-star, you know, um, a rank five person that has the same MMR as, say somebody that's top 10 legend right now right and if um if for whatever it you know if it's triggered from the standpoint of um you, you know you're not you're not supposed to, you're not playing people who are are in the same star range as you or, or sorry rank range as you like in one through five uh instead you're you're being matched up with the mmr rating then all of a sudden you could be playing this guy who's like top legend you're you know you're like rank five and that's not supposed to be the experience right i don't really think it works like that i think like uh over time, uh, people in high legend gain MMR because if you enter legend like after the half of the month, you're never gonna enter in the high ranks, like never. Like you could finish number one legend, and then next season if you don't play like half of the season and you get legend with like even good win rate, I'm pretty sure you're still not gonna get uh, put. Okay, into so the top carries of over for sure. Right? But look, why is that the case? It's it was the case because people were setting the and legend in the first day, so that's why you could notice the difference. So maybe no. like some of your MMR gets kept, but like I don't know, we're just talking. Uh, what I'm trying to like, say is the people that get late legend usually have an overall bad or worse win rate. Like if you play every day and you hit legend, let's say after 16 days, you got legend with like 53% win rate or something, then your MMR should be quite bad compared to someone who hits legend after a few days very early in the season. Yes, like. It makes sense in like in both ways that you are seeded higher if you get yeah. legend earlier because you have a higher win rate and because you get legend f f uh, sooner. Like it's so rare that someone hits legend after sixteen days but has like ninety percent win rate. You know, someone who just plays casually but has a crazy win rate. Like how many people are there? Like I've never heard that from someone. Yeah, you it's know? it's not common. It's definitely not common and there's pros and cons for doing it. You know, there's pros and cons for resetting completely uh, versus just, you know, carrying it over. I mean, resetting completely definitely uh, punishes people who don't play equal amounts every season, right? And I don't know, maybe that's the case. Maybe, like, you're supposed to have to play a ton of Hearthstone. And, I mean, all of you guys play a ton of Hearthstone, so that, it really doesn't matter. It wouldn't matter to you guys. You guys would still end up in the same place. But maybe somebody who isn't, maybe they're going to more events instead of playing ladder so much. I think they would be like brutalized by by uh, um, just just uh, this kind of MMR carrying over versus resetting. It would definitely benefit them much more to to um, pick whatever months they want to play, right? And then and then benefit from that. 
I think overall, I think the carryover is probably better. I mean, if you're looking at this purely as a game, right, and, and match, you're trying to match the people that should be playing against each other, I think carrying over MMR is probably the, the best route to achieve that. Because in the end, that's, that is what the point of it is. And, and, you know, just actually them creating matches for us. They, we're supposed to have equally matched um, games every time we, we click the play button, right? But, yeah, you know, it's oh, go ahead. Like, uh, when you compare, like, Hearthstone to other games, is even if you're, like, ranked 2 legend, the, uh, the queue times are incredibly small, which is yeah. good. Like, it's insane how good Hearthstone is compared to other Well, games. I mean, some people don't think that's good, right? Some people think... I mean, when you're in rank two, it's not so bad because, you know, rank two, again, you're just trying to get to legend. It's like a different objective. No, I mean, rank two legend. Oh, you're talking you about rank almost, two legend. Oh, okay. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. almost instant queue times and you face like someone on rank 100 legend or whatever. Or rank yeah. 20 or something. Well, it I mean, used to be super fast because they would put you literally against, you know, like the timer for like picking somebody within, you know, whatever range you're in would be over instant, like really, really quickly. And then they would go to like top 200 then top 500. So sometimes, you know, you'd be up there and you'd be playing somebody that's ranked 500. And, and then they, they made a change with that, right. Where the wait times would be longer. You know, they would actually spend a little bit longer and, and maybe easing their way down the, the ranges. So um, if you're happy with it now, that's great because this is actually longer than it, it's ever been. Um, that It's a, it's good. I mean, it doesn't seem like... I mean, at least most of the pro players seem to be pretty happy with the current state it's in. Um, yeah, so anyways, yeah. they're they're figuring it out. I think... I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. It should correct itself, right? Like, by, you know, like over time in this month, season two. Like, it should... By, by the mid-month, I would think that things would be back to normal. Mm -hmm. Unless you guys see something different. I mean, are people still camping, you know, and trying to do that sort of thing? Hard to predict. Let's, let's just wait and we'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 probably no no point in speculating. <laughs> but it was a big issue. I mean, that it was a big point uh, topic this week. So that's why I figured it, was, it would be good to um, bring it up. Uh, but they did put out a hot fix uh, yesterday, or maybe just over a day ago. And um, you know, hopefully things will stabilize. One of the other things that we heard about this week was that arena changes are in place, and these are huge arena changes. These are. Um, let me let me bring up the post and then we'll talk about it. But uh, you know, one of the big things was you know the cards that were announced at BlizzCon are are finally going to be making it in. And um, uh, I think it was Chris Zerhut. Uh, he had this video, this designer insights that you can go check out on YouTube. But kind of TLDR, uh, those are arena cards that were voted on at BlizzCon right here, which are pretty wacky cards man <laughs> they're pretty sick cards some of these um they're going to be in play now so uh these are going to be some of the choices that you can make uh on top of that whenever you're drafting now whenever it shows the three cards instead of just kind of having you know random just an element of randomness to the three cards they're actually going to put three cards of relative power level you know in front of you now so you won't see like a wisp and you know i don't know like some really good card, you know, they're never going to pair it up. So it's, it's like a no brainer. I think that was like the intentions of that. Um, and then some of the others, uh, actually the, it says picks one, 10, 20, 30, will still continue to give you, you know, a higher chance at, uh, or at least higher than a rare quality card. So we'll still have those kind of moments or cutoffs in the draft where you can get, um, you know, potentially some cooler cards there. And then, um, the increase in, cards that show up in the most recent expansion they're doing away with that now so um or at least has been temporarily disabled 
Um, and then, of course, the, the new cards here. So uh, let's see, all cards include from... Uh, okay, all, and then... I think that's it. Yeah. So I, I think that's for the most part, that's all the changes. Um, yeah. What do you guys think about that? What do, what do you guys think about the whole choosing between three cards of the same power level? Uh, what is interesting is that the competitive aspect on arena is rising with that, right? Um, as they mentioned, there's like a lot of obvious choices. Oftentimes when you pick cards, like one extremely good card and two extremely bad cards. And so the choice is very simple what to pick. And if you have like 30 difficult choices and they also explain that there's like um, like synergies involved, you know, you, you choose uh, between like a dragon or like a good spell or something like that. So you, you can really, I, I wonder how like it will affect the best arena players overall, like their win rate. Um, if they will get like an average of eight, nine wins now or something like that. And if they have like future uh, plans regarding that um, arena, like arena tournaments or something, mm -hmm. because this is this is like a big improvement, right? Like uh, not just for casuals, you know, like uh, make arena an actual competitive format yeah. or whatever. And yeah, I, I think if I find it extremely awesome, also like this, the Blizzard, um, the BlizzCon cards, oh my god yeah take a look at these cards i don't know if you remember i had to refresh myself because i didn't remember them but deal 12 damage to all minions overload 10 <laughs> like what is the chance of getting them like are they super rare do you know like uh, uh, i don't draft i mean they don't have rarity on them so i yeah. i i'm not sure actually with the um frequency that you'll see these but these are all class cards and yeah. um I think you do. I, I think you still get class cards at a higher rate, so yeah. uh, you you will see these more often. It'd be equivalent to any other class card, I bet. So it will be more fun as well. On top of it, right? Refreshing. The, do they like the wild arena? They do so much for arena, like recently. So and and from what I've seen from people's reactions, they're like overall very positive. There's like almost nobody complaining about these changes. Like it's. Very yeah. welcome by everyone. And I wonder if this uh, is uh, um, an answer to the demographic. Like, I don't know how many people are playing Arena compared to Ladder, uh, mm -hmm. but we got some some nice changes for Arena, like, it's, it's in yeah. the past few months. It's, I mean, it's this awesome. Last like, year, this last year has been, I think, really good in terms of uh, Blizzard being willing to change Arena. Whether they changed it in a good way or bad way, you know, it's been hit or miss, but... At least they're willing to change it, and it took years before they would ever ever do that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's that, great to actually so see many. that. Yeah, the, the I think the biggest complaint from the arena um, community at this point is just make sure that they are very transparent about changes because sometimes they change, you know, just weightedness and things like that. They don't say anything to anybody, so people get very angry. Some people more vocal than others get get angry in the community. Um, so I think outside of that, outside of just not sneaking in some changes here and there. I think they've done a great job. Artie, what do you think, man? You you play much Arena? Um, yeah, I usually don't play Arena that much, but uh, I like to see change. Uh, I like to see that Blizzard also cares about Arena because that's gonna like make more people play it, and uh, that's gonna make me try it a little bit more. For example, yeah. if I get bored of Constructed or if I'm at a good rank and I just want to chill. Right now, I really don't want to play Arena because it's pretty boring in a way. I don't know how to say. It. Yeah, I mean, think, well, it's one of those things, it's a little bit better now, because it's like, 
uh, I would say if you're a standard player, it's it's a little bit closer to a standard experience than it used to be. It literally used to be just play the best card. Who cares what your opponent does? And that that was literally the way, right? Like that was the best way to play arena. It's just, it's just probability, you know, like what's going to give you the just best chance of winning, uh, just purely card to card type of thing. Um, so I think it's better than that. It's it's evolved into more than that, and it has to do with just less cards being in the set versus the wild, right? Like the when the wild arena was back or the wild brawl was back, it was just you know we just saw anything and everything. Um, look at this! Look at this polymorph question mark question mark question mark choose a minion discover a new minion to transform it into dude what if happens if you get like ragnaros and like these giant ass cards it's it's gotta be something bad right <laughs> i mean i mean you discover it so like you have to have like three bad options well, but what if they change all the options to be equal power level no they didn't then promise that so <laughs> no, no, they're not yeah. gonna do that yeah, so so that's a fun element, right? That's I don't think people would pick it <laughs> for consistency sakes, but um, people voted on this. So if you, if you want to blame anybody, you can blame yourselves, like if, the community, in terms of what they voted for. But good stuff. Uh, I think you know your question, Gar, about just like do you think it it benefits the the higher whoops the higher um, skilled uh, arena players or not? Is uh, it's, I think it's a good one because. Like I'm not sure. Like, generally, the the decks are just going to be better, right? And yeah, but but I, there will be more you beat them better, right? Like it's not always going to be better deck. Like the player has to make the decisions better. But the decisions are like your worst decisions aren't that bad anymore. You know what I mean? So even if you are literally just randomly picking cards, I mean that the level of power of that deck now is higher than it it was before this change. Because, you know, I could accidentally pick Wisps, like, a bunch of times, right? Now you can't even do that, right? So it, it's... Or if Wisps was a choice, all three cards were basically Wisps, you know? Uh, not true. Like, you can still pick, like, the worst option. It's w way harder to pick the best option when you have three good options than when you have yeah. only one good option. Right. I and mean, if you pick, like, the second best option, like, too many times, and, like, the other guy just picks the best option almost every time, maybe you can see the difference in the overall deck. This is what I, separates like the top ladder players no, from like. Yeah, I, I I agree with what you're saying. I, I agree that it's harder to pick the best um, card, but the difference between picking the best card and the second best card is not as big. Like they are trying to give you three equally balanced cards. One might be healing, right. no, one might be defensive, one might be offensive, and then just how you end up, you know, your skill and synergizing with the rest of your deck and all that stuff will still shine. <laughs> It just won't shine as brightly as as it did before. Like somebody could be choosing a card that that you know a lot of people just miss. It's a misconception that this card's good, and it's really bad, right? Unless assuming you're not using Arthur, you know any of those those uh, tools that help you draft. Um, so I just feel like just naturally now it normalizes like power levels of decks. So it might be harder. That's fine, right? Like yeah. I think it's still the best way they could they could have done it. Yeah. Okay. But there, but there will still be like uh, cases where you get three bad options, right? Yeah. 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 But the overall power level of the deck is about the same. Yeah, but when I'm saying the relative power level between a good player and a bad player, I don't think that difference is. I mean, that difference is much closer now than it used to be. I think you could. Uh, I don't know. Like, you don't think because so? I, I, I don't agree with this. Like, okay. Uh, yeah, maybe like the difference between a player who actually picks and the other player who randomizes every pick 
is going to be closer because if you randomize every pick, you're not going to get punished. But as I said, if you pick the second best card every single time, there's going to be a huge difference when you play against somebody who picked the best card every time. Like, but, yeah, before you could uh, not realize that Fireball is like the best card that was offered to you, but... Uh, but isn't uh, power level uh, assumed that... I mean, I, I'm assuming power level... Well, it depends on what power level is. Because let's just... Let's let's pretend... We can talk about it in two different ways. Let's just say the power level is actually like win rate. Okay, let's just say they looked at it from the standpoint of that. It, you know, if, if you're picking between three cards that have like similar win rates, those all three cards are actually really good outside of how it synergizes to like your deck. You know, like if you sure, but one is still going to be better than the other, too, right? And but like player how much better is it though? Gonna... How much better is it though? Like that, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, is it that much better? I think overall, with 30 picks, you are going to be able to make a pretty good deck. I think you would uh, also got blown out more before by people that just got lucky, you know? People yeah, yeah, this gotten is probably going to happen like less. You know, yeah. people could have uh, gotten like one good card with two bad cards very often in a row. Then you face like people with insane decks. Now every deck is like around the same power. Yeah, level. that's what I mean. It's so, normalized. No, I mean, you can still hire all, but like... Well, the, uh, the better navigators will definitely shine. Like, I mean, they'll still shine. They've always shined. But I, it's really just, I don't know. I, I'm I'm on the fence about this change. Like whether I like that it's different. I just don't know if it's actually better or worse because, or if it 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 actually rewards or punishes good arena players right now. I, I'm sure it's better because like they wouldn't have put it in the game if they wouldn't test it internally and realize it's better. Well, it's better for your your weaker players. <laughs> I mean, so maybe the majority of the player base are not like great, super great arena players. So, you know, <laughs> that, I, I can uh, see the logic behind that, right? We'll see, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to see. What, wait, hopefully, we can get some stats on this eventually. Might have to have a, an arena show soon. Um, okay, another bit of news is uh, really pertaining to you guys is that HCT they uh, had another post on the blog about seasonal playoffs that lists a lot of the locations as well as uh, the format too. Um, and I think the format was something that really, uh, that, that you liked, something that you liked a lot, RDU. So what about the format did you like? Um, I mean, they kept Swiss. Mm -hmm. They also kept Conquest, which I don't like, but that's like the only part I don't like. I really like that they eliminate single elimination and they use uh, group stages, like dual elimination group stages instead of using single limb. I think it's so much better. And uh, I also like the fact that they eliminated semifinals and finals, which were played pointlessly last time. <laughs> That's right. That's true. Because um, before it was like top four, right? Like we'd just get in. So yeah. it didn't. I mean, really it's matter. top four here too, but yeah. yeah. Top four here, it's but it's. So, how, okay, there's going to be two groups. So top eight, you know, again, won't be a single limb, you know, bracket type of thing. It's going to be into four groups of four. And then, of course, they'll all play each other, like round robin wise. So the top two players will move on to seasonal play, um, playoffs. And uh, they, they don't play each other. Sorry to interrupt you. I'm pretty sure it's like. Uh, oh, yeah. Just oh, you're standard right. group. Okay, yeah. So just the t people that win their groups are just in. And then that's it. Okay. Hmm. No, like it's basically like probably first versus last, second versus third. And then winners play winners, losers plays losers. Oh, the you mean it's not round robin? Okay, so it's like and then like two zero and two one people uh, players are in, and then like one oh. two zero two are out. 
Okay. Okay. Just not a group like however how every Hearthstone tournament has yeah. them. Yeah. So it's just the bracketed groups is what you're saying. Yeah. I keep. Yes. I, I don't know why I was thinking like round robin groups. Yeah. I think what they should add, which they probably didn't, is the people that go eight and zero in Swiss or seven and zero. They said seven rounds Swiss. Mm -hmm. uh, the person that is number one seed should be in winners bracket in the groups, and the the person that qualifies for like five and two stats yeah. should be in losers bracket. But I'm pretty That's sure that just Gara. He cannot really yeah, have that. that. That one's a little. Too, yeah. uh, I can tell I you what they should that. have. I, I can tell you what they should have. They should have um, the last match. They should reverse the players so that you cannot play the same player twice. That would be good. Yeah. So basically, like if, you, if you go if you go one one, you don't play the other one one player in your group. You play the one one player from the other group. Yeah. I think that's like the best way to do it because a lot of times you can get uh, completely destroyed because your first opponent has a really good lineup against you but bad against the others. So he beats you, uh, and then he loses to the other, and then you you beat the other, and then you end up facing him again. And that situation is very annoying, uh, especially in Conquest. So I really hope they could uh, do it. And maybe I should like tweet it or something. Yeah. Because sure. maybe, they, maybe there's still time to like change it if they didn't... Uh, <laughs> Said things yet. Do you think it will be more fair though? Yes. Because yeah, what what really annoyed me, this is I complained about this for over a year, is like it uh, I think it happened to Pavel. Like he was number one in seed and he was like eight and oh and he played against the eighth seed, was five and two, and then lost like first round in uh, in playoffs or like in top eight. Because yeah. the, that lineup countered him, and then he was out of the basically of the world race. You don't get too many chances, and it was like ridiculous. And yeah, this is definitely an improvement. I I, I still think like man, someone who l lost twice, like more than you, in 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 the Swiss, should have like a, some disadvantage in top eight. But yeah, that's mm -hmm. just me. Yeah. you says it's too complicated. Um, yeah. The yeah, thing I mean, is, like, yeah. he he, you're the the guy who, that makes it at five two is gonna be the one with the be, with the best tiebreaker. So, that's at least something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's true. Okay, so like not everybody with five two is gonna make it. Very few are gonna make it. So two people get in. Um, it's wait. two per groups of four. It's same yeah. as last time. A two per group for, for four. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Well, that'd be cool. I mean, it's kind of weird that they're not gonna be playing each other because they always had like. A then they have they had a prize at the end of this thing, right? So no, there was zero prize. Oh, they there just was zero prize. Oh, for no some reason. reason, I thought there was a prize at this. Okay, no, it wasn't. Man, all right, I, so it was I, totally pointless. I, before. <laughs> honestly, I feel also that double LM uh, group stages have way more hype around them than single LM. That's just my uh, my. Well, it's just more matches. I mean, you're gonna have more chances for like if you're rooting for luck. player yeah you know if you're rooting for player he gets unlucky and drops out immediately right it's it's so bad like i know from other like esports you know that you know he lost your favorite player but he can still make like a loser's run comeback and yeah i think also like in seed story it's very cool when you know the player still win after he lost yeah it's, it's a good format i just wish they would reverse the one one bracket opponents mm-hmm yeah, Just it'd be nice not to see it's like repeats. Yeah, for sure. Also, another thing is they announced it very soon, right? The playoffs are in May, and now we have like more than a month, like heads up, like also like the locations and everything. Yeah, the locations like, are right here. Yeah. All the information like very early, like not known by Blizzard. Usually they, like if you remember, like in last year it was like 
that even like after the three months, like we had like no informations, like even uh, regarding the points, like nobody knew who was in and how it will be and everything. And now we have like one month um, ahead of the playoffs. Like we get. Yeah, that's that's one really good thing that changed this year. They announced things way earlier, and that's super Thank good. Goodness, yeah, yeah. That's always been one issue with with um, you know people having to plan, especially to travel, right? Like these are not sites that are close for for some folks. So I think it's it's cool that they give them uh, plenty of heads up this time around, and. They need to keep doing it <laughs> because that's I mean, super important. We, we still have to wait for this month to know how many points and everything. So yeah. I, I don't think that any, anyone will book a flight. Yeah, okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, I guess they can, they're not able to still book yet. But um, <laughs> but yeah, you can take a look at some of the sites here. We got we basically got one site on each, at least in the U.S. here. We got one site on each of the coasts. So we've got um, Austin in the middle, uh, Esports Arena on the the west, and then the Cave on the on the the east so it makes sense those are all i don't know about this uh mothership site but definitely the cave and esports arena are proven sites that are you know have had these these events there before and then we've got one in brazil and peru and then ontario okay so nothing really down south corners of the of the uh country like there was not one in in florida this year that's kind of a bummer yeah it seems like fewer locations yeah definitely fewer Way and then fewer. if you look at let's see let's look at uh europe here Actually, what did, I, what did I do here? Europe has like five or six locations, I think. Yeah, but they're, you know, Europe's, we're talking different countries in Europe. It's, so it's less locations because they want to send admins, like Blizzard people on site to make sure that the event is running smoothly. That's so good. that there's like not going to be like bad venues or people trying to cheat and stuff like that. Yeah, wow. There's not that many here. I mean, we got the Netherlands, yeah. Ukraine, Italy, Russia, and Czech. Like last year, we had oh, okay. in every country a couple. Yeah, that's that's not many at all. Like people definitely will have to be traveling train or or uh, planes here. I, I think it's good. Also, like you'll definitely see some other players, and uh, you can hang out with other people if you lose. <laughs> yeah, you can bunk up together, share rooms. It's probably the best way economical. <laughs> Uh, I mean, cool. this is like the event to like not share rooms at. Like this is the event where you want like uh, the best mindset. You don't want uh, somebody snoring near you. I'm just saying, but like, if he's like a if he's like a tour stop with like 300 players, like the one in uh, Thailand next week or the one in uh, Canada this week, yeah, like there you probably like don't mind sharing the room or like sleeping even on the floor. But, like when you play the playoff, man, you you want like the best conditions of everything. I think, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Looking at the Asia ones, just to kind of round things out, we got New Zealand, couple in, wait, couple in Australia, Thailand, Korea, Taiwan, Japan. Okay, all right, that's that's not too bad. I'm surprised there's not one in mainland China. That's kind of surprising, but I mean they haven't announced the way the Chinese uh, system is going to work. They always have a different system. Oh, so that's just right. like, I don't, I never really understand that. I always I always forget that. They have a completely How's it for thing. teams though? Probably they they can't be a part of an HCT roster, right? Chinese players. Because I have no they have a, because they have a completely different point system. I would think that would be the case. Yeah, probably they probably right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would think they would be excluded. 
Well, that's, uh, I mean, it's great. It's great. We're getting, you know, more news on, on just everything that's going to be going on this year. And, um, hopefully it continues on with, uh, you know, Blizzard just continuing to get these things out early. All right. Well, let's move on before we do. I want to give a quick shout out to the folks that support the show and, um, you know, just spend a little bit of time and give some shout outs to our patrons. Cause, uh, if you want to support the show, uh, and you really enjoy the show, please go to patreon.com slash value town, throw a pleasure away. Really helps us uh, continue doing the show, you know, paying for things that we need for the show. So it would be much appreciated if you do. But right now we have a, obviously a, some great patrons. So I want to give a shout out to Mike T for being our legendary producer. And um, also a few other patrons, Dave C, Dev, Devin Y, Engine S, Radan, Danny H, Code Chemist, Howard P, Farron F, Hutton J, Nicholas B, Eric C, Dave Soros, and Juan P, just to name a few. Thanks so much, guys. I like, really, really appreciate it. Go If you want to check out just patreon.com slash Valuetown, we have things like Deck of the Week and all that stuff there, too. It, that's actually um, available to everybody. You can check it out. And, um, yeah, you guys are awesome. Of course, HS Replay, the, those guys are amazing. And, um, you know, just definitely if you want to look at stats, which we'll be doing in probably just a second here, go to hsreplay.net and uh, sign up right now. Okay, so topic of the week. Big Priest is something that I know Gara wanted to talk a little bit about this week. and uh, Or maybe just priests in general. There's so many priest decks right now. I mean, if you guys like go to just, if you go to actually uh, uh, HS Replay right now and you, and you just look at, I don't know what's here, you can look at 1 through 5 or Legend and you just like go by class. It's like kind of crazy how many priests there are right now. Um, you got Combo Priest, you got Control Priest, Spiteful Priest, Big Priest. So, um, yeah, Kara, uh, you wanted to talk about Big Priest in particular. Um, not particular Big Priest, but yeah. big, it's Big Priest is like, I guess, like um, a good um, example for the case. There was like a Reddit post, mm-hmm. and it had like a lot of upvotes. Is that a lot of the decks in Hearthstone are very fun to play, but absolutely no fun to play against. Yeah, that was a good. And, that was a good article and, or thread. And that trend is seems to continue in Hearthstone. And right now, it really is like very strong, right there. Uh, the leather experience is not very fun. Like you play the tier one decks, and you will do pretty great with them, and they're probably fun to play because yeah, you have like crazy powerful cards and super broken win conditions. But playing against them is super frustrating because oftentimes you just can't do anything against those combos or like just specific cards like skull of manari and in big priest particular barnes on turn four very popular you play barnes you get isharash isharash pulling it's a high rolling stuff it, yeah basically yeah doesn't really matter yeah that's yeah. just because there's no cards in the game that can deal with that like even from the best classes and like there's no spell in the game that deals with a Barnes turn four, right? And and then like with the resurrect afterwards, like what cards do we have? It's super frustrating. And the same goes with Skull of Manari. So playing your own Skull of Manari, your opponent doesn't have weapon removal, you feel great about it. You cheat out your Void Lords, <laughs> you will probably win the game, you do your fancy cube combos, but yeah, playing against yeah. it is super frustrating because you can't do anything about it. And yeah, no, this but is what how if you're playing fits. the same decks against these same <laughs> uninteractive decks, I guess is what you're saying, against yeah. each other. Is that fun so, or unfun? I'm trying to figure so one out what player, the It's like is. one player will have fun. I guess the player who is luckier <laughs> will have fun. And the other player... Like, how is it for your idea? What do you think? 
I mean, isn't this the same thing with like every card game <laughs> or like every game? No, 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 no. It's fun like, to the win. Strategies, yeah. the strategies just became like too polished, I think, and like the decks are really powerful, so they just do powerful things, and people don't like losing, <laughs> which is like weird. <laughs> what you so, like, like losing? Are you serious? <laughs> like. I guess people like it. Uh, uh, people like it more when they lose to some arena deck than when they lose to some structured combo barns pulling charge type of deck. I guess. Well, they. But, yeah. They, I think they hate it when they know how they can potentially lose, and then it just happens to them. You know that. That's I, I personally only uh, hate losing to Barnes Hunter because I know that deck is like pure garbage. It's like forty percent win rate at best. <laughs> It has like twenty percent if they don't have the barns and like eighty or something if they do. And that polarization makes me really mad when it actually happens that they have the barns and they win the game because of it. But usually I'm not really that upset. Like they have Manari, cool. I'll just take some moves. Like I'm trying to find ways to beat some things. But yeah, it, it re it's really annoying when you know that your opponent is playing like a deck that is normally garbage, but sometimes insane. That's what that's what happened with Kelsev. That's what happened with Barnes. So yeah, that can be a slight problem in my opinion. Also, but other special. than that, I think this is the natural nature of the card games. Uh, Warlock got a lot of tools. They got Gul'dan like one expansion ago. They got uh, Monari this expansion. Uh, we are at the end of the cycle, Back so we expect high power level cards with like uh, uh, sorry high power level decks with like cards that can work really well with each other and just destroy uh, opponents. Yeah, I mean, I, I think maybe one of the uh, to pinpoint it a little bit more is that um, you're talking about high rolling, high rolling cards, right? Like some uh, not necessarily. By the I, way, I want to add something to this. Like, uh, it's not like cards like Rin, Divine Favor, and like Deadman's Hand. Those are not necessarily high rolling cards. Wait, 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 wait. So, sorry. Wait, wait, what? Rin, Deadman's Hand. Like, what's the problem with those, those cards? Are, those are totally yeah, different. Sure. Those are totally. To not different. be fun, no. being annoying, but like. What was the issue with Green and the other? I don't think Green to is a problem. That it's not fun to play against these decks. This is like this was the big topic that these decks are super fun to play. Like playing a Deadman's Hand Warrior or Quest Mage can be fun, but playing against it is super unfun. With like See, I don't I, know. I like, actually disagree with there that. There is counter play to everything. There is counter play to Deadman's Hand. There is counter play to Green. There is counter play yeah, to Quest Mage. I, I, I think... personally have like literally no problem against those. Yeah, I I have a. You know, like, I, I thought that thread was good. I mean, I think the, the topic of the thread was really, really great. I think that, though, that a lot of people have problems with um, how they look at certain decks. You know, and, and uh, like, Rin's probably a really great... Dead Man Hand is actually another good example, too, is that there actually are ways to counterplay it. It's just they're not super obvious ways. It's not like a single hate card or, or anything like that that you counterplay it. it it's... You know, more integrated. Like when you're playing against a Dead Man's Hand, I mean, you know that you can't get to the point where you're just, you know, you're just playing super slow against a Dead Man Hand Warrior. You know, you just have to change how you play. And even if you have a control deck, you have to play, try to play it as aggressively as possible, right? And then with Rin, it's, it's kind of the same way. Sure, there there might be a chance that you know the guy draws Rin exactly on six, and you just don't have cards to put any pressure on him. So he literally plays a demon every turn, and then you end up losing. I mean, that can happen, but that's high rolly kind of stuff, right? Um, there is a way to play around Rin whenever he doesn't draw it like perfectly on curve and and beat him, and so I I don't I don't know I don't have problems with those type of decks at all. I mean I can understand Barnes a bit for sure. You know it's like like uh, RDU said 
if it's like a trash kind of deck or like you have like shadow word deaths and stuff and you just don't have them and then he he ends up getting barns and yashar two two yasharges then yeah that feels like crap and and sucks because you know you're only playing this one hunter one out of like 20 games you know <laughs> so it's like why am i losing to this guy when i should be destroying him but i don't think that's like a systematic problem um, but Big Priest, uh, you know, Big Priest is one of those things. I've been playing a lot of Big Priest recently. Just, uh, I don't know why. I just do. Um, and it's one of those things where I either win five or six games in a row or I lose five or six games in a row, just depending on, on how you draw, right? And and those decks, I'm, I'm sure, like, the times I've won six games in a row, they, they felt really bad playing against me. <laughs> and then, But how, how can we be in a state where the, the decks are fun to play, but there are decks not fun to play against. I like, think in the beginning of Hearthstone, like I know people say it was because Hearthstone was new and whatnot, but I enjoyed all the matchups so much from all perspectives. Like I enjoyed Hunter, Face Hunter, Midrange Hunter. I enjoyed Control Warrior. I enjoyed playing mm -hmm. against it. I enjoyed playing Control Paladin, Control Priest, ramp through it and playing against Zoo, playing Zoo, you know, because mm -hmm. maybe there was so much skill involved and the better you played, it really increased your win rates. Um, I do remember like the Druid versus Zoo matchup, especially like you could really push the win rate from the Druid perspective and from the Zoo perspective. Now you have these super polarized matchups and these super high rolling cards and these super powerful cards. Like you draw the Alunef on turn six, you don't have a weapon removal, you will probably lose the game or like Skull of Manario or whatever, like Kalesef. Now it got nerfed with the patches. Like, it was very recently that we had patches in the game, you know, Kalisev into patches. And now we have Spiteful Summoner, which is usually like a bad card, but he can get a 12-12 immune on turn 5, which, you you know, if you're yeah. high roll, you get it. It's like this, and that's like Draconic Operative, you know, it just gets your win condition. And it's just these, it's so much like flat of but isn't, different... It, you're, you're right to an extent, but it isn't like the skill though and and i mean these things have been happening for a long time and when i watch events you know events don't play out the same way my games on the ladder play out you know which happen a lot of like it, they're they're described in in a, in a fashion that that you're describing games you know when i watch you know the world championships or i watch any of these where the top players are playing i mean they play around these situations they know these situations can happen so they do their best to play around them and that's where where all the skill is you know that's where all the impressive plays even though they might not be like completely obvious to the average viewer they still are crazy impressive given that you know i know it's based on what knowledge they already know about these kind of crazy swing cards so um i don't know maybe i'm different maybe i'm just like the minority here but that's the skill aspect of hearthstone that i appreciate right now and seeing like you guys when you know when you guys are playing it's like completely different than when i play and i feel like sometimes you know complaints come from me <laughs> you know as a player like me and they just don't appreciate you know just like how good these players really really are you know maybe it just became a little bit too extreme yeah you know, there are powerful it. cards i mean you're right in that fact i mean the the power level yeah. of hearthstone is just like crazy oh, it yeah, right. It's like we yeah. complained about Dr. Boom, a Boombot hitting for four, which obviously didn't happen all the time. You know, that was mm -hmm. crazy. But now you, you get like really ridiculous stuff, right? Like ridiculous combo. You you make like, 
like both your void lords get hexed and then you make a bot with seven doom guards you know <laughs> and you didn't discard a single card in the game when you think about it it's like the I stuff mean, you think do about it from a de designer perspective they need to do exciting things to yeah. keep uh, players interested in the game they cannot have like uh boring combos like we had in the beta I, I think the game is perfectly fine like we have some problem cards like i think bars is a problem card I think cards like Kelsey are a problem card. I don't think cards like Manari are a problem card because you can easily deck against it and uh, beat it. Like, yeah, it's very yeah. annoying. It works, but still. I don't think Rin is a problem, for example. I, I think the game is fine. Like, I think there's other issues that uh, are bigger. Other issues? Like, if the game is fine, what, what other issues are bigger? <laughs> Just the competitive aspect of it? I, I mean, like, competitive scene-wise. Yeah. Okay. For me, at least. That's, like, concerning me. Yeah. Concerning, like, the average player, I guess they people are still complaining about the price of the game. And, yeah, that's, I don't know how they can fix that. <laughs> yeah. See, Charles was asking, what about Terum? I I don't think Terum... I think Terum's fine. You, you think it's broken? broken? I mean, it's super strong, but... At least you can... It's not even, like, fun. Like, I don't think a card should be, like, tiring because, like, mm -hmm. it's auto-including aggro, it's auto-including control, yeah, it's auto-including every single in, and it will be auto-including every single in from now on. I don't think a card should be that obscene. Like, even yeah. Tyrion isn't an auto-include anymore. And, like, come on, like, that. Tyrion is just obnoxious. Well, it's Taren, too much. it's because it's so versatile. It's, the, it's a defensive yeah. card, it's an offensive card, and it's still a 3-7 taunt, too. So it's just, yeah, there's no weakness to that card. So. And, and for me, like, for me, it would be fine, like, if you could at least always have only one Tarim, but with Stonehill Defender, you can have three Tarims, <laughs> yeah, you know? And, that's a good point, too. And this is where it gets stupid for me. <laughs> like, you can't even play around stuff, right, that comes from a Stonehill Defender. And yeah. the same with Dracon yeah. Operative. But Artie, you're right. I mean, they have to put interesting cards in. And dude, imagine we didn't have resets, guys. Like, imagine if it was wild right now. Yeah, this would be just like the power level in wild is disgusting. Like, it's crazy, crazy. So at least with people a, bring. Go ahead. People are bringing the Nagatex even at the wild playoffs here. Like the, the they're Nagatex good. Becomes... That's why because they're actually good. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like those war those warlocks are. You know, they're they're actually pretty good. So, um, <laughs> I mean, it's cool to see. It's cool to see that kind of different variety. But in the end, it's the same, right? Like, this really powerful decks will... The, the meta will be figured out in, in Wild eventually. Um, you know, we'll see Barnes go away, right? Um, that's going to be disappearing soon. So, at least one of the problematic things that, that you mentioned is going to be going away soon. <laughs> we'll have to see what it's replaced by, though. I don't. They they clearly don't have an issue with mana cheating, so we we're, I wouldn't be surprised if we see some more of it. I mean, uh, we have a lot of information at least for the beginning of Raven, right? Because we have already the last um, three expansions that stay. Mm -hmm. Is it free? And when you look at all the cards, it's overall okay. Like it's not as bad. Right. Like all the bad uh, expansion are rotating out, like Mean Streets and Karazhan mm -hmm. are like the yeah. worst ones. Yeah. And so if the next expansion is good, this is why I keep saying, if the next expansion is good, then we have like a really good standard format, at least for the first three months or so. We might have like the best Hearthstone we ever had with this rotation. Yeah. I, I if, hope so. I mean, that'd if, be awesome. If the next expansion is good. Like if the exp next expansion is, let's say like Karazhan or like Mean Streets of Gadgetson, it could be like 
ruined I mean, they've, they've had two good expansions in a row now, or at least pretty good expansions. Well, maybe even three. Would you say Ngoro, uh, Frozen Throne, and uh, K and C were have been good? They're decent plus. <laughs> they're b minuses yeah i mean like okay i think angora was like the best one of those three and then it was like uh frozen throne and then it was like uh kobolds but kobolds was still like good it wasn't like mean street it wasn't like karazhan but it wasn't like insane it wasn't like uh for example i liked old gods a lot yeah old gods was was cool i, I think yeah yeah. Can't we just keep old gods and they could rotate like kobolds? <laughs> well, the thing about old gods that was nice is that they they introduced these super powerful um, winning conditions with the gods, and right? it was so fun. Yeah, yeah and, and but they weren't overpowered. You know, like they, yeah. you know, Zoth, you know, would, would bring on these, you know, great value. Oh, that is a great example. Them, yeah, those texts were super fun to play, but also fun to play against. Yeah. What's the difference? Not really. Like when, when well, people were playing with decks, it was very annoying to get. Yoxeron wasn't the group funnest to play against, dude. Yeah, Yoxeron was. Just <laughs> yeah, not Yoxeron. Not Yoxeron. Uh, and then Cthulhu just never really was powerful enough to, you know, to really people have. People complain about Cthulhu, right? When it was when it was like the best. Like I don't know. People are gonna complain about everything. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I liked Lich. I mean, I I liked um, outside of. Highlander Priest, and to be honest, Highlander Priest as a deck wasn't really that that bad outside of just you know relative relativity wise. Like I actually liked the deck. Um, you know, I think the the whole Death Knight thing was has been really good for the game, um, and we we still only see like two or three of them. You know, there's still a bunch that are, are not being played. I, I think Kobolds and Catapults introduced the most power that we've seen, just clear, just basically because of the mana cheating. That we see with Lackey and with you know Skullminari and and there's just multiple ways the dragon right and uh, there's there's a lot of ways to cheat mana and 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 it's it's gonna be hard to balance the game for example call mm -hmm. to arms right like every two drop or one drop neutral that is any powerful might break the game you know agro paladin might be even more busted or control paladin whatever so it's gonna be very difficult you know there's a lot of cards they can't print. Yeah, yeah, because the expansion is still in the game. You, you know what I mean. This is like always like they issued with pirates in the past. Did I say cobalt and catapults? <laughs> I catacombs. Man, I keep thinking of crossbows and catapults. I guess this is crazy. Crossbows, um, <laughs> dude. That was an awesome game. Man. That's a great expansion. <laughs> That's a great expansion. That's the next one, man. Totally. Um, but yeah, so it, it's uh, you know it's kind of interesting, kind of looking at meta right now. I mean, it hasn't really changed. You know, I, I think it's one of it's that time of year now where it's, it, we're ready for an expansion, we're ready for a reset. And um, I mean, it's going to be kind of exciting. We still see paladins. I haven't been seeing as quite as many paladins, I have to say. But there'll be some days where literally all I play is paladins, and then some days where I, like, I just don't play any paladins. It's just the latter is just kind of crazy sometimes, man. <laughs> Actually, legend rank. What's it look like in legend rank right now? Spell hunter? Are you serious? Oh man! Every every time like I, I uh, well, well, somebody brings up spell hunter, they always bring up Asmo being rank one with with spell hunter. So it's it's pretty amazing. I thought you um, said this was a forty percent win rate deck, Radu. Yeah, it's garbage. I, I only <laughs> trust my own stats. Three point eight six percent. I I don't know. I, I don't trust stats from like random players. This is legend players. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. They can keep playing their spell hunter. <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Well, why don't we go through some? Uh, we got some Nectar Workshop uh, cards that are the custom cards that some of our fans and patrons put together, and these are always fun. This is a, kind of like our way of contributing ideas to Blizzard and uh, just talk about just general things that can be done with cards, right? And, and it's always fun doing that. So first off, we got Josiah L. has a, looks like a mage card here called Occult Librarian. So six mana, four, seven, battle cry, draw a card that did not start in your deck, and it's a common card. So Yeah, more random, that's great. <laughs> but, but No, but it's draw a card that did not start in your deck. So... How does that work exactly? So you get like oh, a garbage. No, it's garbage like the, the spell of wonders, right? Like maybe something like that, right? It's like a worse bobbling book. Like bobbling book can also give you cards that start in your deck. <laughs> That's like the reason why bobbling book was no, like but... decent because you could get like a third copy of a card. But like here, you get a card that is bad yeah. because if it was a good card, you would play it in your deck. No, but this would have to be. Wait, draw a card that did not start in your... Oh, it could be any card. Okay, okay. Yes. I was thinking, like, it had to be in your... You know, like, it was a card that was added to your deck that's not in your deck. You know, that didn't start in your deck. Um, okay. That's... Yeah, that's, that's like, more along the lines of... Um, what was that previous card? That previous mage card that... Inspire. What was the Inspire card? Where you could just draw... Um, God, I can't remember right now. Like, you hear a power, you just draw a card. You know what I'm talking about? It was like a legendary. Yeah. I think it's the one that creates a random spell. Nexus yeah. Champion Sarad. Nexus. Yeah, Nexus Champion. Yeah, that's it feels a little bit like this, but it's not a spell though. It could be like anything. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, just a little bit of a value card, maybe. Uh but four seven is definitely not strong enough. I, I feel like it, it would probably need yeah. a little bit more stats. Um okay, next up like, we've got um TF let's see, the TF boy. Uh it definitely has a couple ideas for warrior just to help out warriors current cause which is you know definitely needs a lot of help right now um we got first off a spell that's four mana warlord's cry it's uh, an epic trigger all battle cries in your hand targets chose chosen randomly <laughs> all right <laughs> what what battle cries are good what battle i mean cries? this this like the armor guy for instance that gives oh, you yeah, armor, yeah. So, so the randomness doesn't matter because you get the armor, I hope, every yeah, time. it should, because it's it's giving um, your, your hero that, right? Oh, any other crazy, disgusting battle cries that... I don't... You know, Warrior might not have that many great battle cries, to be honest. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, there, there's a lot of... There's a lot of... There might be a lot of, like, neutral cards, or, you know, non-class cards. Yeah. <laughs> Revenging Ghouls. Which one? You can ravage and ghoul. Ravage and ghoul. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ravage and ghoul. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they. That kind of. That could be interesting. Uh, Nazoth. Oh my god. Oh, Nazoth. That could be interesting. Yeah. This card's crazy powerful. Yeah. Actually, Nazoth warrior can work. This card could be busted with. Yeah, this card is busted. Like, I, this I is way better than Nazoth because you don't get this in Nazoth. Oh, cold, like, cold have, lights. Can, oh yeah. Some, yeah. Yeah, cold lights would be pretty good, except for cold lights going away though soon. Uh, mill would be pretty disgusting too, possibly. Yeah, I think Blizzard would have to be careful with planting cards like that. Yeah, anything that's just stuff in your hand, like triggering, 
stuff in your hand, I think is, is pretty, uh, powerful. Mm -hmm. You can take a hand type of uh, strategy and then just be triggering stuff. You're not even playing cards. You're just triggering value from your hand. That's crazy. Um, all right. Next one we have here is a 10 mana legendary six, six black hand, the destroyer. All right. I see three battle cries in this. I see three battle cries bolded in this text battle cries. Summon your battle cry minions that died this game and trigger their battle cries targets randomly chosen. Okay. So, right. so you can use the Warlord's Cry with this guy and then resummon Nizov. After Nizov, resummon. So you have like a couple Nizovs. You have like four Nizovs. No, no if this would never happen. This would be like. <laughs> they need to have like Gara ranting 24 7 on <laughs> Yeah, these are just ridiculous. See, Warrior needs a lot of help, right? So Warrior needs like some of this action, this like ridiculously broken action. This is Nazoth's big brother. Like, a bit too much. Nazoth's father. <laughs> this is Nazoth's father. Is what Imagine it is. with Deathman's hand, you have like eight Nazoth. Yeah. Oh, God, somebody just said Yogg. <laughs> And oh, then you play man. with like the dire horn and you like just go to fatigue and never fatigue. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Actually, I didn't think about that. And with the guy that gives armor, so like, nah, this, <laughs> this shouldn't be a thing. That would be like so frustrating to play against. Oh, God. But it's so fun to play, though. Yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah. that the theme right now? Fun decks to play, but not to play against. All right. See, when people complain about like some Blizzard made decks, yeah. Then they should look at his suggestions, and these are like way more degenerate. <laughs> oh god! Imagine buying. Hey, I Can don't. I don't want to discourage people from sending cards in. All right, keep sending cards in. These these ideas are good to discuss for sure. All right, uh, we've got some, a couple cards from Hellhound. Um, we've got uh, two mana Scalding Totem. It's a rare card. Zero three Totem. And it's very common, just zero attack for a totem. At the end of your turn, give another random friendly elemental plus one plus one. So this would encourage an elemental deck, you know, more so than we already have. Uh, yeah, what do you think about this one? Great, it's good enough. You don't think it's good enough? No, it is. It is. It's yeah. late after Firefly. Yeah, Pretty that's good. what I was thinking. Yeah, Firefly would be really good. And it's a totem. Free is nice too. And it's a totem. Yeah, and it's a totem. Below. Yeah, this is the kind of right shaman needs, man. Yeah. What was that? Shaman needs totems. FIFA uh, below rotates out, but like, yeah. Yeah. If the if the card would be in the game right now, I think it could make shaman a bit better. Still, probably not good enough to see play. Yeah. That's true. But this is this is something along the lines that I could see them making. Um, also, I want to point out these cards have no overload. <laughs> also, they just need to stop doing overload. I mean, it's. It's so stupid. It, it doesn't now. make any sense anymore because there's the power level is so high now that if you overload something, you got to make something just disgusting. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be 10 yeah. 10 for, you know, uh, five cheap. mana. Overload two. It has to be know? volcano for like, 30 damage or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Crazy. Uh, all right. That's the last one we have here is a three mana fishing bigger game. I, I definitely like the. The image of this <laughs> of this big fish eating a small fish and uh it's a spell a rare spell draw a card if it costs five or less draw an extra card should have been two mana because like yeah. the way i read it is like draw a card if it costs five or less be arcane intellect yeah <laughs> and arcane intellect is not a good card like it's not even plays that too often like Agro Mage. Mm, okay, that's true. That's true. Okay, if it was two mana, would it be would it be good? Sounds like a good shaman card. 
Like I'll include them in every shaman deck. Hire this guy, Blizzard. It's like a verse, a verse arcane intellect. I'll think about it in every shaman deck. You would? <laughs> because it's the best shaman card. Oh, because shaman has the better yeah. cards. Well, I'm tired of playing my mana titans, that's for sure, man. Yeah, mana is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, a, I think a card like... Do we have any other cards like this? Like, does, does Druid have a card? Uh, they had Lunar Vision. Yeah, Lunar yeah. Vision. Lunar Vision is what it is. Yeah. Which saw exactly zero play. <laughs> Do we have multiple card draw mechanic or like class cards that that draw in any class right now? The Druid. Druid. I don't know. Infestation and branching oh, paths. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, fifty thousand other yeah, cards. That's a good. I mean, Oaken summons, which is kind of like Katra as well, in a way. Yeah, for a while it was limited, right? Like each class only had one way to draw. Now, oh my gosh, yeah, you're right. Druid, like Rook is like Rook is like a freaking um. This, yeah, they have the minion now, and they have the elemental pod, and yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. In sprint, of course. So, all right. Well, I think I think Shaman still needs even more, even more power than this stuff. We didn't quite get to the broken level of like the warriors. I think yeah, shaman is very similar to to hunter. Shaman needs a very good one drop, or a very good two drop. Then what? shaman is playable again. Trog. What? I, Trog? I, I, I'm actually. Bring back I don't bring think back Trog. They did say Trog they might bring back some stuff, right? They did say that they might. I'm they not sure they should bring back Trog. Or like, was Trog not the issue? Was like Totem Golem the problem? Well, if you bring no, back Totem Golem, was not even played, man. Before Tasker Totemic. People didn't even play Totem Golem before Trog and... Uh, but you would play it now if they had Trog and Totem Golem in standard. Yeah, you know, it's by by far the best. Yeah, of, of course. Yeah, it's... But I mean, Totem Golem as a standalone, people didn't even play. Yeah, before that's Trog, true. Because Trog was an expansion afterwards. Which says a lot. I mean, the fact that you wouldn't pl you didn't play it at 3-4, but that had a lot to do with... Why, the why curve was just awkward. Why weren't people playing it? Like, I don't the, the curve made no sense. Oh, and uh, like you had no no one drop, and you it it was just that it was just like a free four, like for free mana, and people had like spider tanks and and shredders, so you just played those instead. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, you played back mech, mech days. back in the yeah, mech you played... days. Yeah, that's true. Just mech warper was was definitely yeah, was one of the better time. openers. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what shaman would be like with trog and, and totem golem right now. Like clearly they would be played. It's just um, there's not much more to support, overload wise, right? Like yeah, they also removed the, and... the spirit. I wonder how it would be if he had at least spirit claws now for one mana. I mean, they removed everything and the nerf tax. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> just spirit claws now. Imagine maybe someone would be playable. No, we still have jade claw. Jade, jade claw helps, right? Um, yeah, but no good one mana play. Like literally, only firefly and firefly kind of sucks. Like yeah. when you see like the best, most real, uh, viable shaman list, they even cut Firefly. So basically, you have no one mana play, and that's bad for a cl uh, class that wants to curve out. Like shaman has the worst board clears in the game after Hunter. It, like Rook has better board clears with Vanish, I would say, than Shaman before Kano and Lightning Storm. Shaman the worst board. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Second worst. Hunt only Hunter is worse, I would say, B because Hunter is only crushing walls, <laughs> which is. Right. And Rexa. The number of times I've <laughs> lost two big minions to crushing, <laughs> crushing walls is, I always forget that damn card. <laughs> that people actually play that in a spell hunter. Um, 
It's good when you get it for free from the weapon, from the legendary weapon. I mean, Rogue doesn't have great removal, right? Yeah, but Vanish is better, I think, Uh, than Volcano. All right, all right. I'll give you that. Um, okay, well, anyways, yeah, Shaman, still have, you know, s- some work to do. I've, you know, definitely seeing more some people playing it. You know, I think I think you were right, Gar, just a couple weeks ago, just more. Um, I, I played a little bit just with that, that Jade Shaman that's just been, been kind of floating around there, too. It's, yeah, I don't really love it. <laughs> I don't feel like I have, like, a great matchup against anything, but you just barely win uh, half the time. The biggest insult is the weapon, though. The legendary weapon that it costs eight mana that's yeah. absolutely ridiculous to me yeah that's that it's, was a complete waste it, of a card yeah that's for sure <laughs> all right well anyways let's uh let's move on oh so deck of the week this week uh i know we skipped deck of the week last week guys but we're gonna um continue it this week so on monday if you guys are a, pa- a patron come and join me uh to do the deck of the week shows that we do on discord and uh the deck that we're gonna do this week is going to be control priest actually let me turn this off and um, I don't know if you guys have played Control Priest much, um, but it's a it's a deck that I feel like has been getting strong like lately. And um, it's this one right here. Uh, not really a you know it's not the big priest, not the you know spiteful priest, anything. It's it's more it's actually in a way to counter those those type of decks. And it's got the Cabal Shadow Priest. You can steal a bunch of stuff. I actually like this. I mean, definitely saw some streamers play it, and I feel like it's a um, a pretty skillful deck too. You like to play it at a a very high win rate. So, yeah. you guys play this much at all, or no? Yeah, I, I played a bit with it. It's fine. I put a lease in it too, instead of yeah. I think, uh, Glimmer Root. But that that original list, I would say, is from Colento and Amnesiac. Am- Amnesiac mm-hmm. played with uh, Elise. Mm-hmm. And he f- finished like top five legend or something. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, Colento played it a lot on stream. And then more and more people adopted it. And this was like one of the best performing decks at the end of the season because mm-hmm. it could beat everything. And it's obviously, as you can see, extremely weak to Skulking Geist. So people started taking that to beat that. Deck. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You're right. It's <laughs> like six cards, key cards, too, that just go away. <laughs> that's That's brutal, man. That's really brutal. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, well, we're gonna try that out, guys. So um, you know, get get ready for that. And so if, even if you're not gonna show up for the show, you can just email us your win percentages, and we'll we'll be able to kind of uh, collect all those at least with everybody that played it and see how it ranks to the other deck of the weeks that we did. All right, Q and A, guys. If you got questions, go ahead and you can type them in Twitch chat today. We'll take some from Twitch chat. But Ahmad N asks. Okay, so this is an interesting perspective. Is there a way to make the last days of the month matter less? on ladder and would that be a good thing like generally speaking from the standpoint of you know earning points and all that good stuff yeah there would be a way they, they could just make it so that ladder only qualifies you to some tournaments and then those tournaments qualify or give you points or qualify oh, to some other tournaments that's yeah that's just, have, like, just have ladder give no points that's a good idea yeah it's just purely like a qualification thing so that you can qualify at any time right like um, just, kind of, yeah. yeah, or any time during the season you could qualify and then not have to play the rest of the way. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, what I was thinking was like something like a tournament every single two weeks or maybe even every single week, if that's not too often. And uh, to qualify to it, you have to be like, let's say, either legend or have been legend last month or something mm-hmm. like that. And then it will be like a gigantic tournament with like thousands of people and you reward points to like half of the people so that even if you lose... As long as you don't lose like super early every single time, the better players are going to have more points overall. 
and then you reward points for uh, uh, tournaments and not for ladder. And did, did you just say I don't know if that will ever happen because it's too complex for like how many the... rounds is that, dude? That like you'd have to sit there for like how many hours for, for a 10 24 bracket? I don't I would like it, but like I don't <laughs> think it was ever gonna happen. Oh my gosh, so, yeah. I mean they're, just, they're like, creating a tournament mode. I mean they could always just use their own tournament like and create like a 1024. Just be a lot of waiting. It it'd have to be like a couple days. Um if you did something yeah. like that. It always bothered me that um, the ladder format has actually nothing to do with the playoff format. Like, yeah. like the most points you gain through ladder, and you have like no bun format on ladder. And it could be that you have to play thousands and thousands of thousands of hours against Priest, which was like before the nerfs and now again. And in the actual tournament, everyone buns Priest. For instance, and it's it does doesn't make any sense. And there's also like players that are extremely good in tournaments because they have like extremely good strategies and they play like these niche decks which are garbage on, on ladder. And the main way to get to worlds and to collect points is always ladder. It just doesn't make sense. But yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's that's a good idea. Yeah, that's definitely one way to, to take some stress off of the you know, the crazy stress stone, which is replaced watchstone <laughs> at the end of the season uh any other questions here um yeah any other questions you guys have go ahead and tweet those or uh, at least message them to us in twitch chat see um okay so todd w uh so one mad weedist asks this is a little random but do you guys think mechs will ever be a thing again no <laughs> okay <laughs> so please i doesn't like to reuse mechanics right like I don't think they will do it. They'll just come up with something new and fresh. Yeah, I mean, mechs, mechs are really just a tribe, right? It's it's not. Yeah. There's nothing really that that special about mechs. So it could, it could be beasts, it could be mags, it could be murlocs, whatever, right? Was corrupted here, but the last mech. <laughs> it's going we might have away, some random dude. mechs it's once totally in a while. We do have some random ones right now. Just nobody ever plays them, so nobody knows any of them. Uh, so, yeah next the, the the day and age of mech seems like i mean it was ages ago i mean how long was it it's like two years ago or something we used to play it would feel fresh mechs. actually to play mechs again to be honest after like three I mean, it years just be, it was like curbstone back in the day playing mechs that's like all it was right like much yeah um let's see charles will ask do you think the wild format has a good competitive potential um, this will also be enjoyable for the general. That will also be enjoyable for the general audience. Yes and no. I'm pretty sure, like, for example, like Wild is like liked by people right now because uh, it's novelty. It's just people got, getting bored of standard. But if people would start playing Wild more, they would discover like the most degenerate strategies, and then it would also become the same way standard does. But at the same time, you can say that it will have like a very evolving meta game. And because you have uh, all the cards at your disposal, it's easier to find counterplay. Yeah. Um, I still don't think it's ever going to be the main format because Blizzard has no reasoning to push Wild over Standard. They want all the new players to start with Standard and then just play Wild as a niche. But mm -hmm. it's going to have its niche. And Blizzard is probably going to make more tournaments, maybe add some more support to Wild. And that's cool, but we should not want or expect Wild to be the best format or the most played format. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I mean, I, I think that having kind of what they're doing, maybe one or two tournaments a year is, is really good. And 
my my whole thing is that it, it's not any different than standard guys. So like us have from the standpoint of eventually the metas will be figured out and you'll see the exact same decks at all the tournaments again. So it, it's not really that fresh and entertaining. It's only fresh and entertaining in the very beginning because you haven't seen it in a while. So ha- having it, you know, still be like that, given that it, it is a, you know, viable community, you know, or at least a community of players that play uh, wild and, uh, it can be entertaining every once in a while. Yeah, I absolutely think they should continue I, I th- to support I think it. they could keep it fresh with a ban list, a ban list that gets like updated and rotates. Oh, example, every like, tournament, yeah, exactly. Every tournament could use that. Yeah, that'd be cool. For example, Naga decks are played too often, then we ban Naga, and then people have to play different stuff. You know, you could make wild interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. Well, I guess... Treebeard asked, "Do you think the uh, with the this year Blizzard will try to make warrior cards OP in order to make them viable class again?" <laughs> All right, I'll add on to that. Will they make them OP? What are they going to do to warrior to make them OP? Because they they've gone. It seems like all they're doing with with you know because pirate warrior existed for for just all this time until recently. Like it seems like all they've ever done is just add very control you know controlly type of cards. You know, even to the point where it's just like anti-mill type of cards. Um, are you think they're going to keep going in that direction? Like, Contr- Control Warrior just has not worked out. I mean, it only works out for like Fibonacci, <laughs> and that's about it. He's the only guy that can like gets a decent legend rank with with Warrior. Everybody else is either doesn't have the patience or just cannot play it at as high a level as he does. So. Um, Clearly, have to do something. You, you, would you like to see like more of a, a mid-range aggressive type of warrior, Co- combo-y warrior, anything like that? I think Temple Warrior was, was a very cool archetype. Not so much the Pirate Warrior, but Temple Warrior was pretty pretty sweet. When um, when Corcoran's in it, like, and... would... yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Adiova played actually one of the first versions. Do you, I, was it? I don't know if you remember. No, no, it wasn't me. It was like Show, but it was very early. It was it was like the prelims where Thais qualified. Oh, I remember, I remember that. He, I remember yeah, he played and he qualified. Ago, dude. That yeah, was that was like ago. the first Temple Warrior, and that was like yeah. that was a cool. It's like Berserkers and Corcrons and yeah, something like that. I mean, I don't they, know if they, I like that play style of that Warrior deck. I I I found. I found it fairer to play against that deck than like Pirate Warrior. Pirate Warrior is just too fast. Like. Yeah, Pirate Warrior was kind of way too powerful. Too fast. Yeah, I think that sums it up the best. It's yeah. just way too fast. You couldn't do it. It's consistent. Yeah, it's very, very consistent. Um, uh, let's see. I don't know. What yeah, What could they do with Warrior? They're, there's just so much... They like it's so funny because like they put so much removal and armor and stuff in the in the deck and it's not utilized. So I'd like to see some some more stuff if they're gonna do so much with armor. They need to do more stuff that synergizes with armor, um, but like in, in a very offensive way, not not like a defensive way. Patrons, yeah, yeah, I'll take patrons, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind bringing back. I mean, nobody team. expected it, right? When when there was like the card review of the expansion, like nobody expected patron to be a big deal. For, for anything and then it became one of the most powerful decks in the game like we did we ever have that since then like a card that was so i mean corridor creeper but yeah but corridor creeper corridor creeper was just like corridor creeper is way different than patron patron yeah, requires like a, a, synergy a card like, that had a cool effect that was actually good 
but nobody expected it to be good. I think it the was the last thing. No, Purify. I think I won. What? Who? Who? Purify. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's amazing. <laughs> I was right? trashing yeah, Purify. <laughs> but you know, like you bringing up patrons, actually a good thing. Like something that synergizes with Whirlwind. Uh, they still have like a lot of Whirlwind abilities that they they just never utilize anymore. I mean. You know, the days of, like, armorsmiths and, like, stacking up armor from it. Like, people don't do that kind of stuff anymore. So they, they need but to just cuts, like, Patreon, like, synergy cuts, not just for Warrior. That would be so cool. Like, Patreon kind of cuts. Like, I can't even imagine, like, just cool synergy cuts, I guess. Okay, okay. All right, maybe one or two more here. Um, uh, let's see. Um, there's a couple of them here. Do you think they would ever change the hero powers? No, by uh, Treebeard. I think they've. I mean, they've 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 done things that essentially do, which is like Death Knights, right? Can you and, imagine, like in in five years from now, if you hero power turn two, you lose the game. <laughs> no. Lost the game, you can concede on, because on. of the power creep. Now we have the same like basic hero no, power, but no, yeah, like, it was ridiculous. <laughs> five no. years from now, dude, no you're laughing way. now. You'll see. No way. You'll see. There's no way they would ever allow that to happen. That 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 is like when when your 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 game is code red, man. Whenever you're like people are winning on turn two, but um, all right, I want right. on turn three. <laughs> Sadly, that does, does happen. Has that happened on turn three? Turn four for sure. There's been deaths on turn four. I, I want on turn three today. Like I you, coined radiant elemental. What? And do I need to continue? <laughs> uh, oh, I'm pretty sure you can win on turn two. Like there wait, are wait, 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 wait. how many cards? Wait, wait, wait. Let's do this. Let's do this math. Wait, divine, divine. Twin radiant elemental. Okay. And then you can go power. second radiant elemental, power shield twice, uh, discover twice, and discover the hell thing twice, and then you have inner fire also in your hand. And I think it's exactly lethal with like whatever many cards you have. All right. Probably. Oh, no. Easy. Is that? So two powers or five, it all costs zero. I know, but yeah. it's not about zero. It's about the number of cards you have. You, I mean, you're not no, you're not re, re re like regenerating like divine spirits. You're just like okay. So what no, what do your you cards have to... have to be? Okay, so ra you have coin, radiant elemental. I mean, it's at least twenty eight damage from the divine spirits and power shields. Okay. Yeah. Because you have go power shield, power shield, divine yeah, double divine yeah, spirit. Okay. That's yeah, that's true. Seven, that's yeah, seven twenty-eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I want a couple of games on yeah. free. On two, it's probably impossible. <laughs> oh, like, because but yeah, it's thirty damage. It's that's thirty ridiculous. damage because you attack with the radiant elemental. Like you coin out the radiant elemental, and you attack with it, and then no, you play another. but like you attack with it as a twenty-eight minion on two. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, okay, so you, you against Warlock. Okay, against Warlock. If he taps, he's dead. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, but last question. Free, there's like multiple ways to <laughs> We're just starting to ramble now. All right, well, last question. Free. <laughs> last question. Jay Candace says, what is your favorite card you wish could find a good deck for it to work with? So what is like, it's basically, what's your favorite card that you just wish you could find a viable deck for? The Shaman class. No, not the class. What's that card? <laughs> like, I know. Ice Icebreaker. Icebreaker? Ice oh my god. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> uh, I would say... I, 
Mm, I would say like something like Grumble. Or I mean, I, I kind of wish Grum we could do something with Grumble. But Grumble is good. He is good, yeah. but I just there's just nothing that that he can do right now with the current. I think a lot level. of the hunter cards, like the the six mana Deathrattle Beast guy, that when he dies uh, summons a best, or like the five mana guy that copies a Deathrattle from your deck. Like on paper, it looks viable, but in reality, it's oh, just the future, the yeah, the ooze thing. Yeah, that looks like like yeah. a big head. Yeah, <laughs> boy, forehead. forehead. Yeah. Uh, or how about you, Artie? I don't know, like either Sherazine or I don't know some cool card with the nice artwork. <laughs> what? You're basing it on artwork? Oh my god! Oh, yeah, another cool card would be the Paladin Idol. That would be cool as well. Paladin. It's completely unplayable. I never get to, got to play it. Ooh. The one that upgrades that gives you like a six-six taunt for tomorrow. The Paladin Spellstone. Oh, the Spellstone. Oh. Yeah. God, I don't even remember what the spellstone is. It sounds like taunts, I think. Oh, does Every it? time you heal yourself, uh, it gets oh upgraded. Oh my god. Heal itself. That's like super hard to do. That's crazy. Uh, so, oh, somebody said Rot Face. Yeah, Rot Face would be pretty fun. Actually, Ron, you know, if Rot Face was just bigger, it would actually be, you know, it would be pretty significant in that. Uh, or if we had Despite. Yeah. Maybe maybe with death spite. I mean, there's there's plenty. I mean, there's the hero power from from uh, you know the the death knight. I mean, there's there's a lot of ways to to trigger off um, rot face. It's just you know, it's obviously a little bit random, but yeah, I think that's the only things I can think of. King King toggle waggle, toggle waggle. I mean, yeah, there's already something going on there with just with with mill milling and. Dude, I lost that. to that like two times. I was a guy too. It's so embarrassing losing to that. Yeah, time. no, it's like. They, they put you. They give you ten cards, and then they play Togwaggle, and then what do you do? I know, but I, I, when I lose to it, I just always forget that that's what they're doing. So I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna win this. This is like easy. It's a totally easy win, and then all of a sudden, oh shit, dude! I totally. I think Archbishop, about this. Archbishop is even more frustrating. Yeah, Archbishop. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think we're gonna wrap things up. Thanks for the questions today, guys. Really appreciate it. Uh, if, you if you guys have any questions for us in the future, if you're listening, for instance, on the podcast, go ahead and email those to uh, what is it? Valuetown at chamv.tv, and we'll try to get it uh, out there. Also, Mectorch Workshop. Just submit some same email address, and we will take a look at them whenever we do Mectorch Workshop next. But we're gonna wrap up for today. RDU, great having you on, man. It's always a lot of fun. Trying to catch you when you're, you're you're busy because I know like it's gonna get super busy for you soon. So yeah, yeah, yeah. like so. tournaments, end of month, it's yeah. gonna be busy. God, I've been I'm surprised. Have you been? You guys have been super busy with qualifiers recently, right? Because I, I mean, I was uh, talking to Sidonia too, and Sidonia's like I felt like he was playing something every freaking day. Like this uh, we weren't like they were like America's only. Like mm -hmm. we could only play one from Europe, but you could play four if you are from Americas. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So I guess America is just America's week, <laughs> where you could just play a ton of them. Uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, no, if you have questions, just be sure to ask them next week, Circa. We'll definitely get to them. Uh, Gar, got any shout-outs? Um, shout-outs to my Twitter. You can see it down below. Shout-outs to Adio. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks. Shout-outs to the viewers. And, yeah, always awesome. so much fun to talk about these topics. 
Awesome. And uh, thanks to the two of you guys for doing the show and everybody for watching. It's been a lot of fun. Um, let's see. Actually, there's something I wanted to shout out. What was I going to do? Oh, yeah. Just a quick shout out just for something on HS Replay. Just uh, there's a there's an article that Bainey wrote this weekend that um, that talks about fun decks that are disappearing. You know, like the, just some of the fun meme decks that you might not realize are going to be gone after rotation. So you've probably got like a month left to play them. But you can go check that out. I'll kind of link it in the chat. But you can go to articles.hsreplay.net uh, and you can uh, uh, check that article out. And uh, that's going to be it, guys, for this episode of Value Town. So for RDU, Gara, and myself, Champion V, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>